Hi, this is Dr. Mike Chupp, and you are listening to CMDA Matters, the weekly podcast of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. Well, for our listeners who join me faithfully each and every week, I want to start out this week's episode by simply saying thank you. Do you know that we've grown to more than 12,000 listens each and every month on this podcast? It's really exciting to see how God is using this particular platform to help bring the hope and healing of Christ to our world through CMDA and through more than 13,000 CMDA members all around the globe. Well, speaking of CMDA members around the globe, our guests on this week's podcast are two CMDA members, one who's a medical student and the other a first-year resident in family medicine who recently found themselves halfway around the globe in the Holy Land, the nation of Israel, through a trip that CMDA helped to coordinate for our student leaders. I'm joined this week by Reverend Bill Reichert, who is the Vice President of CMDA's Campus and Community Ministries. And we had a delightful conversation with Dr. Ray Russell and third-year medical student, Rachel Bright. They're gonna share with us a wonderful testimony about their own experiences in the land that God chose many thousands of years ago to raise up as a nation from which his son, our Lord Jesus Christ would come. So keep on listening and you're gonna hear a whole lot more. Well, today on CMDA Matters, we've got a very special program for you. I'm going to call it a crossover podcast. And Reverend Bill Reichert from Student Pulse Podcast out of CMDA joining me as co-host for CMDA Matters. Glad to be a part of the uh, CMDA Matters podcast. (laughs) Welcome. And I'm glad to be a part of the incredible constituency that you have for the Student Pulse podcast as well. Bill, you and I joined CMDA Mm. basically the same month back Mm -hmm. in 2016. And I came from the booming metropolis of Bomat, Kenya, and you came from that little burg called Atlanta. Yes, just just a little, little burg. So for me, it was quite the upgrade in terms of shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you took a little step down, I think, maybe, just maybe. a little bit. But uh, welcome to CMDA Matters, and we've got a couple of ladies with us. And Bill, why don't you introduce our guest today? Yes. Uh, well, we have third-year medical student uh, Rachel Bright, who is with us this uh, this evening, and uh, she is a student at OU uh, TU School of Community Medicine and attended the University of Oklahoma. We also have Dr. Ray Russell, who uh, did her medical school at uh, CMDA, uh, was part of, I should say, the CMDA chapter at the Morehouse School of Medicine and was a part of that work in ministry outside of Atlanta, and now is an intern at Augusta University, and as uh, we just discovered recently, is doing her surgical rotation. So both uh, Ray and Rachel had a chance to be a part of a very special opportunity called Passages Israel. Passages Israel, both of our guests today. Welcome, uh, ladies, Rachel and Ray, to the program. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you. I'm very excited to join. So, Bill, tell us about this program, remarkable program, Passages. You told me about it late in 2019, and I I couldn't believe an opportunity that was being offered to our CMDA students. Sometimes it seems a little too good to be true. And in fact, it was told to me by a newly hired uh, young man at the time, Grant Hewitt, who just stepped into the role as the uh, Southern Regional Director. And he had this experience going to Israel twice during his time at Southern Seminary. And it had a life-changing impact. 
And so he said, you know, I, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, that's a graduate program, people are getting their MDivs and all. What about medical students or dental students? Wouldn't it be fantastic if they could have access? So this, this organization called Passages Israel takes undergraduate students mostly, and, and then again, some graduate students at the time, seminary students, to Israel to, to gain a better understanding of the scriptures, allow them to come alive, to, to walk in the steps of Jesus, as well as not just the biblical background and, and to be able to, uh, to have that experience, but also understand the geopolitical kind of situation that uh, the state of Israel now finds itself in. And so it's an opportunity to explore the many sites and to, to have uh, an opportunity to see firsthand, again, those places we read about so much, but also conversations with people within government and, and, and other key stakeholders in that country and mm -hmm. uh, to be able to learn from them. So we had the discussion a little bit more, uh, uh, Grant and I, and then I had the opportunity to actually go with other ministry leaders uh, with passages to see for myself, to see, kind of get a vision trip and understand what is this organization all about and what do they do? And Grant was not overselling it. Uh, it was an incredible experience and an incredible organization that really takes the time to create an experience, a truly immersive experience that is, is life-changing for the, all those who are part of it. And so we began to have conversations with Passages Israel as to what would it look like to have medical and dental students come. And they were very happy to see that happen. Now, as you mentioned, it was 2019. And so there was a little thing happened in 2020 <laughs> that took this opportunity off the rails. We were planning on having a go at it and it got canceled. We had and three strikes, I think. About three strikes. But, you know, Grant Hewitt, he has tremendous tenacity. He persevered. He got, you know, came through each of those uh, misfires to the point where we were actually able to get it out the door this past June of 2023. And we had a, a bus full of students, about 39 students, and a couple of our area directors and Grant himself had a chance to experience Passages Israel. Let me say one more thing too, in terms of how we as CMDA are also were intending to use this because Passages puts in a significant amount of money themselves. They help underwrite a lot of the costs. How now, much is that? Uh, it's about $3,000, and the trip itself is about 5000 So it's a significant underwriting. Well, we wanted this to be an opportunity for our many CMDA student leaders that are in chapters all across the country. And there's about 400 of them. And a bus holds about 40. And so, you know, we knew that not every student is going to be able to go, but we thought who best to be a part of this experience was our CMDA student leaders. They have given of themselves sacrificially their time, energy into the ministry. We wanted to build into them. We wanted to disciple them. We wanted to encourage them. And so we offered it specifically for our student leaders. And so 39 student leaders took us up on the invitation. They became a part of our first ever inaugural CMDA Passages Israel tour. And that was in early June, correct? That was in early June, that's right. Well, ladies, uh, one by one, I want to want to hear from you. And I, I wonder if those who were part of those three strikes that happened before because of COVID are a little bit jealous that you got the experience finally. Uh, Dr. Ray Russell, tell us about your experience. What jumps out to you in, as you look back now at that experience walking uh, in the footsteps of Jesus? Well, actually, I was a part of the original group selected to go in 2020. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So you didn't strike out. <laughs> well, actually, I did. But wow. then God worked a miracle okay. and I still made the trip. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Because at the time when it opened up, um, I was not able to go when they opened it up for 2021, I believe. 
And I was like, okay, there goes that opportunity. So I was very surprised in 23 when I appeared and they said, oh, well, actually, this is the same trip because we ended up not going in 21 or 22. And I was like, whoa, what are the odds? So I am incredibly happy that it worked out the way it did. So I was able to still join the trip. So from that experience, yeah, tell us about, you know, uh, a highlight, a real highlight for you in that experience. Right. Um, as was mentioned, it's such an indescribable experience to know that you are actually in the same environment where Jesus was. And to know that, you know, we're walking the streets of Bethlehem where Jesus was born or we're spending the night in Nazareth where he grew up. It was truly incredible. And I think one of the things that really stood out to me as well was just knowing that the same stories that we were reading in the Bible was coming alive to me. I remember driving through Cana and thinking about where this was the place where Jesus performed his first miracle Mm -hmm. and actually seeing the sign Cana on one of the, the street signs, I got really excited. I was like, oh my gosh, this is Cana. You know, so again, it was it's just hard to describe how amazing it feels just to have that experience, to walk where Jesus walked and to see the actual places you read about in the Bible. Well, Rachel, you got to fit this experience in as you uh, were preparing to become a third-year med student. Tell us about what you experienced with the, with the other students. It really was indescribable. I mean, it was the trip of a lifetime. I have to echo Dr. Ray and say that walking where Jesus walked and being able to picture the Bible and see the Bible and just kind of reenact what happened where I'm standing in my head was absolutely incredible. We got to sit in the Garden of Gethsemane and have like quiet time and sit with our Bibles and pray and really just appreciate the moment of it. I think going places like that, where it's like my savior stood on this ground, it was pretty transformative for me because I think I've had a relationship with Jesus and I've known he was real and I felt him, but also like being able to picture him and see him as a human, as a person standing where I'm standing, having the experiences I'm experiencing, eating the same kind of food he ate. It was just an incredible way to be able to relate to him and to be able to take that home with me and then go into the hectic third year rotations and still be able to just kind of soak that in. I, I want to touch on that because I know that having these opportunities are a mountaintop experience. They are. They're, they're, they're significant, life-changing, and transformative. But we do go back into real life with the routines and the demands and the roles and responsibilities we have. How have you been able to take this experience back with you? How has it changed the way either you think about your faith or how you live it, how, how you live out your faith in your common, you know, everyday life and routine? Um, Ray, what would you say? Well, as um, Rachel mentioned, the fact that now Jesus has come alive, and again, not that he wasn't real before, but now it's like he was fully human. And to remember that, as we as Christians believe that he was fully human, but yes, he was fully God. Just to know that we have the same power within us to get through the human stuff, to get through the challenges, whether it's medical school, the exams, getting through residency and the surgery rotation, um, just to know that we have that power within us to get through those challenges because, I mean, he I'm sure he went through his own challenges as human as well. Um, so that empowered me to know that he did his thing in terms of walking his path. I can do mine, which is walking my path. And also in the midst of that, being able 
to hold on to my faith and to share it because now it's not just biblical stories. Mm. It's actually experiencing what I was able to read and, you know, what I grew up on and to know that now it is a part of me and I can continue to share it because it is not just a historic or he was not just a historical figure. Mm. You know, he was a historical, but actually Mm -hmm. he is still Lord and Savior. So Mm -hmm. just meshing the two and being able to be empowered by that and to still live in that truth was just amazing for me. That's fantastic. Rachel, would you add, what would you add? I would repeat all of that. And then also add, I think it really encouraged me to just dive in and know my Bible Mm -hmm. and just be able to connect the stories. Um, That was one thing that was really special was the tour guides for passages, at least ours. He was amazing. He wasn't a Christian, but he knew the Bible better than I did. And it was motivating and inspiring and challenging because I want to know the Bible like that and be able to walk and be standing in Caesarea Philippi and know how that plays into all these different other parts of the Bible when before it wasn't that significant Mm -hmm. to me Um, and being able to see the meaning. And it just showed me too that I felt like I knew the Bible well and I know the stories, but it's never going to cease to amaze me and cease to show me more about the Lord. And so that was just seeing it come to life and seeing the way it connects was amazing. Well, I've had the opportunity to read a number of testimonies from those who were with you on that tour, and Bill made it a part of his monthly report back from Grant and Mitzi, who's our area director in San Antonio, who is with you there, and to see pictures of people being baptized. Mm-hmm. Were, we, were you, either one of you, uh, baptized in the Jordan River? Rachel, you're, you're, raise, you're raising your hand. So was that, a, was that an, a second baptism, or was that your first ever baptism? That was a second baptism, and that was really special for me because I recently got married and my husband was on the trip. Um, So it was uh, one being able to share that experience with Jesus where he was baptized, not, I mean, in the same river, it's a big river, but in the same river. And then also for us, it was kind of our way to be able to say that we are committing our marriage and our relationship and our life moving forward together to the Lord in a public way and have that experience on the trip together. Well, do either one of you have uh, stories from those who were riding on the bus with you and you got to hear firsthand from them what was happening in their hearts, uh, some stories of transformation because of this experience among the other 36 or 35 who were with you? Yeah, so I was not one of the ones who was baptized, but I was one of the designated photographers. Mm -hmm. And it was truly amazing to see how each person responded differently to connecting with the water. You know how when, after Jesus got baptized, and it was like the the dove descended on Uh him. I can imagine his face smiling. And I felt like that's what I saw on the faces of those who were baptized. Each one got out of the water with a different reaction. You know, some, they were hugging those who were baptizing them. Some had their hands up celebrating Jesus. I mean, it was just such a powerful moment seeing different people respond differently to the same experience. And watching from the outside, it was just simply beautiful to experience with them. You know, one thing that Grant uh, talked about that was a, I mean, shouldn't have been a surprise, but he wasn't really thinking about this component was the community, the relationships. Why don't you talk a little bit about how much that made a difference in in your experience? Because it wasn't just you having this isolated uh, experience. You were doing it in, in a community, but those friendships, I, I think, gelled uh, really fast from what Grant uh, mentioned to me. And, and how did that make a difference, the people that you were on this uh, trip with? I'm happy you mentioned that because I've never seen, you know, so many people from different campuses. Most of us didn't know each other, but we meshed so well together that we felt like the bus was home. 
Um, as Rachel <laughs> mentioned, our, our tour guide was just a perfect fit for us. He did not believe what we believed in. The bus driver, who was Muslim, he also didn't believe what we believed in. But at the same time, we still connected in such a powerful way. And I know, especially one of our other um, CMDA members, she's Jew she's Jewish. And I remember seeing how, as a group, we connected with her as she connected with her roots. Mm. And even when we visited Yavashem, and I think it became something different for each of us because we connected so well with her that we were walking through her history with her. We were walking through the stories with her. So the stories were not just stories. They become a, they became a part of who we are because the bond that we we shared with her became so powerful. So, I mean, it was just an amazing experience for all of us to connect in such a way. And then even coming back, Rachel created a group and, you know, we've been Zooming and, and chatting occasionally. So just seeing that the, re- the relationship did not stop when we returned at the airport and said our goodbyes, but it has continued and it's just an amazing experience. I will say as a testament to that, um, we've had two Zoom reunions and uh, getting a group of 39 medical students or new <laughs> interns together on a Zoom call is probably impossible. And each time we've had over 20 people because we've just prioritized seeing each other and continuing these relationships. Mm. I think the relationship we formed was definitely the least expected part for me because I knew going to the Holy Land would be incredible and walking where Jesus walked and getting to go to Yad Vashem. But um, our fellow, so one of the people who got on the trips before and then came with us kind of as a guide, really encouraged us to sit with a different person every time on the bus. And you would think it'd be like, oh, you know, it's hot outside. The weather's great. And every conversation was the most stimulating, inspiring. Tell me your testimony. Tell me what you're going through. How can I pray for you? What's the culture at your school? Do they accept your faith? How do you feel in healthcare? So it's been really, really inspiring to see a group of people who are now practicing or who are going to practice and share the same values and beliefs that I do and that we can connect and try to grow in our faith at the same time and encourage each other and I think especially moving forward now we have these connections. So if we go through trials as a Christian in healthcare, which we're going to. Which are more frequent these days, it seems, for you mm-hmm. as students and residents. Yeah, we can stand together and support each other. Yeah, that's a, that's a frequent story that we're hearing coming out of now CMDA events, whether it's an Israel tour or a national convention, is students coming. And, of course, they know the local student campus group in their schools. But then to see students from all the country that share a similar faith, it seems that more and more students are in the minority and often not infrequently ostracized because of, of what you believe And so these sorts of things are so encouraging. Glad to hear about your Zoom reunion. My wife Pam and I, ladies, uh, we had our first experience in Israel just in November. We were leaders for the CMDA tour of uh, 45 people or so that went to Israel. And I I was just amazed how small this real estate is. I mean, all of history, mm. this little country, like the size of New Jersey or something like that. I don't know, Bill, you're from New Jersey. Is it about the same size? <laughs> well, I don't know. I also lived in Rhode Island, so there uh, you go. Okay, there you, okay. <laughs> but the fact that, that Jesus walked, you know, those paths to go all the way from Galilee to Jerusalem multiple times and along the Sea of Galilee, that walk. And so... What kind of conversations, now that you're back in your campuses, or for you, Ray, in a residency, have you been talking this up with other students or residents? Yeah, definitely I have been. So uh, I think about two days ago, I was talking to an attendant, Mm. 
who he's also Christian, and we were talking about um, CMDA and our connections. And he was so impressed. He was like, whoa, you went to Israel. I would love to go on that experience. So not only do I have bragging rights to say that I walk where Jesus walked, but, you know, whenever you mention the word Israel to a Christian, it's almost mythical. I mean, I know it was mythical to me, but now that I've been, you know, I feel like I have the right to, you know, speak boldly about it. And I'm also excited to reach back and to speak to my former campus mm. and encourage them to get involved and to, you know, whenever a trip like this is going to be a part of it, mm. because truly it was life changing. And definitely it connects you, um, as was mentioned earlier, that it builds community and gives you, um, you know, that, that confidence that you have other people in medicine who loves Jesus and they're excited to share their faith. We have a really great group of students in the class behind me that are on fire for the Lord and really want to see, because our organization is brand new. It started this year, our CMDA chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's a younger group coming in behind us, and they were just so excited to hear about the trip and see pictures of it. And um, it was really fun to get to share that experience and kind of get some excitement for CMDA on our campus. And then my classmates who aren't Christian wanted to hear about it. And it was a great time just telling them what I learned and what I got to experience and kind of a way of sharing my faith without, you know, very bluntly or directly just telling them about why I went and how it impacted me and just what my story with it is. So it's been a really great thing to share. You know, a big part, of course, as I mentioned earlier, you became involved in this passage's opportunity because you all are student leaders, or you were, of course, Ray, when you were at Morehouse, you're part of CMDA. You've been a part and continue to be. But as you look ahead into, in terms of your career, you look at into now residency as you've moved into it, Ray, how do you see CMDA making a difference in your future as a serious Christ follower in medicine? Yeah. So I'm happy you asked that question because tomorrow we're having our first meeting. Um, apparently here in Augusta, they have Christian Women in Healthcare, which somewhat bridged from the Mm -hmm. CMDA, they're having their first meeting here. And I'm excited about that because Mm -hmm. I am not at home. I'm two hours away from home, so I have no family here. So that is almost like I already have a community Mm -hmm. here. And knowing also that I have attendants in family medicine who are also a part of this, it gives me an opportunity to have a safe space to practice medicine, to have mentors, but also mentors who are Christian. So CMDA has not only given me the opportunity to go to Israel and to connect with my faith, Mm. but also coming back, giving me um, a group of women that I can lean on and helping me lean into Christ during our Bible studies to connect. And for me, I'm so excited about that. So uh, I know with our area leader, um, Nate Bernard, Mm -hmm. he's always been just a phone call away or text message away. And I've appreciated that journey. And him knowing that I was coming to Augusta, he made the phone call to connect me with the CMDA here. Mm. So I've already been connected with the, the CMDA residency program here and also the women in healthcare. So again, I'm just so grateful to know that a community was already formed and someone paved the way for me to connect with that community so I don't have to try to mm. figure my way out. So I'm incredibly grateful that that has happened. And knowing that I have support, I think that it will definitely enable me to be bold when it comes down to sharing my faith and to stand firmly in what I believe as a believer practicing medicine, that some things we're just not going to do. 
and to know that there are others who will be standing with me um, as I practice medicine as a believer. You know, Ray, there's so much movement, and Bill, there's so much movement of healthcare professionals as you go through training and move transition mm-hmm. from one level to another. And it's a big role that the uh, mm-hmm. CMDA National Ministry plays, CCM, is uh, as that transition comes you, mm-hmm. every May, June, is connecting, yes. uh, just as Ray has described. Yeah, there's those handoffs during these transition periods. Uh, but, you know, understanding that CMDA is, is uh, not just for your student experience, but CMDA is here to walk with you, alongside you, during the longevity of your uh, healthcare Many career. Many transitions. Many transitions. Um, so uh, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a, an exciting opportunity for you both as you're beginning this trajectory in your career uh, to see how uh, CMDA will be coming alongside you and, and how God is going to be using you in the places that he puts you uh, for his glory. Um, Rachel, did you Yeah, have Rachel, we yeah. need to hear from Rachel here about this future. <laughs> Well, I'm very excited for those warm handoffs. That's very reassuring to me because it is intimidating going into healthcare as a Christian who wants to stand strong and stand firm and be a good provider to have that encouragement. Um, It's definitely been helpful. The Bible studies we've done, the chapter started my second year. So my first year, it was a lot of kind of scrambling and internal dialogue and dialogue with my now spouse about, I mean, how I feel about a lot of different controversial topics, how I can maintain my faith while also having more time commitment than I ever have before. So we've had some really helpful Bible studies that I think you kind of feel like you're on an island sometimes when you're in medical school. No one understands what it's like, kind of like a teenager moment, like you just don't get it. (laughs) And so having a bunch of people together who understand that and can talk about it and relate as we go through these Bible studies has been immensely helpful. And I'm excited in the future to be able to help students move forward and stay involved in CMDA and be able to be an encouraging voice to future Christian medical students once I'm through that phase of life Mm -hmm. to just build a really good support system for people all the way through. Bill, why don't you talk to us a little bit about the future of this program? What's it looking like for this passage's experience and maybe some opportunities for growth, possibly? Yes. Now, I should say at the time of the recording of this podcast, some of this is still wet clay. We're still kind of working out the details, no mm-hmm. promises. But I think it's safe bet to say we're going to be doing this again next year. So that seems to be, yes. And that's a bus, and, and that usually is about 40 students we can take and then a couple of others uh, who are faculty and so forth. Well... Lord willing, we've had some conversations that maybe we can have that second bus that same calendar year, which our hope would be December also becomes a tremendous opportunity and window Mm -hmm. to bring students. I mean, we would love to have these opportunities positioned in a way that are going to hit those sweet spots in those those students' calendars so that if they can't come in June, maybe they can come in December. Uh, That would be our hope. That would be our prayer. I believe Passages Israel is ecstatic and excited about what they saw through the amount of medical and dental students that we were able to bring. And uh, I think they're encouraged by it. And I, I hope and trust they'll allow us to bring even more. And wouldn't it be exciting to have 80 students oh, in 24 wow. to be able to uh, to go and be a part of this? And student leaders, it's a reward, isn't it? It's the carrot for student leaders uh, yeah. to say thank you to it, them, as you said it, earlier. It is. It's a, it's a thank you. It's a, it's a way of us building back into them because they have given and sacrificed so much. We, we Yes, it is a thank you very much. So. And National Convention, another place we should mm-hmm. mention where students can gather together, meet one another, and be amazed at the number of yep. Christ followers out there across the country. And I'd encourage, you know, the, uh, your passage, fellow passage uh, Israel tour members, uh, 
National convention can be a strategic space to have another in-person reunion. Yeah, yeah, We've been yeah. doing all those Zoom reunions. Meet together at our national convention in 24 in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. You won't be disappointed. Hey, thanks for joining us today on both uh, this crossover podcast for CMDA Matters and the Student Pulse mm-hmm. podcast. Bill, any, any final wrap-up? I can't really add to anything that Ray and Rachel have said. It is, it's, a way, it's, a, it's a perfect exclamation point to everything we've discussed. Oh, praise God. God bless you both here this fall. Thank you so much, and thanks for having us. Thank you. We're so happy to be here. There is such value and encouragement in staying connected with other Christians in healthcare. That's why the root of CMDA's ministry is in campus and community ministries, because you shouldn't have to face the hardships and struggles of both your healthcare training and career alone. We are here to walk alongside you and be a resource. With more than 80 local ministry groups and over 320 campus chapters around the country, you can find connection with your colleagues through CMDA. For more information and how to find a group in your area, visit ccm.cmda.org. Bill and I had such a great time sitting down recently with both Ray and Rachel to hear more about their experiences on that passages trip. Students and young residents like them, well, they truly are the future of healthcare and the future of the ministry of CMDA. So it's just incredible to hear how excited that they are about growing their faith and also sharing their faith, even while they're training in medicine. If you want to hear more from student leaders like them, I encourage you to check out the Student Pulse podcast that Bill Reichert hosts twice a month. You can find more episodes through your favorite podcast provider, or you can find them online by going to cmda.org ccm. Plus, you can find the entire family of CMDA podcasts that are available by going to cmda.org slash podcasts. I want to reiterate something all of us mentioned during our conversation, and that is the value of community within CMDA. I think Ray put it so perfectly when she said that CMDA creates life-changing connections that build community and give you confidence that you do have other people in healthcare who love Jesus and are excited to share their faith. And as Bill mentioned, the CMDA National Convention is the perfect opportunity to find that community within CMDA. If you've never joined us at the convention, I truly hope that 2024 is the year that you will take time out of your schedule as we commit ourselves to raising his banner. Registration is now open for the 2024 CMDA National Convention. Mark your calendars to join us just outside Asheville, North Carolina at the Ridgecrest Conference Center on May 2nd through 5th, 2024. Our speakers include Pastor Tony Evans, human rights lawyer, Ashley Chapman, palliative care physician, Dr. Farr Curlin, and more. This convention is your best opportunity to fellowship with other Christians in healthcare, learn about current health and social issues, renew your faith through worship, and network with exhibiting organizations. You definitely don't want to miss it. So visit natcon.cmda.org to register now.
If you're listening to this week's episode and found yourself wanting to visit Israel so you too can walk in Jesus' footsteps, but you're not a student, so you're worried you aren't able to go, well, then we've got some great news for you. CMDA actually hosts a variety of biblical tours each year, and I want to personally invite you to join us. These tours are unlike any other because each tour includes incredible Bible teaching and cultural experiences. Plus, you meet other Christian healthcare professionals and create friendships that will last a lifetime. Our tours each year head to Greece and to Italy, Israel, and other countries. You can visit cmda.org tours to learn more and to register. And don't wait. Each tour is limited to around 50 participants, and they fill up quickly. So make your reservations today. A couple of weeks ago, I told you about CMDA's Marriage Enrichment Commission and the wonderful Marriage Enrichment Weekends that they host each year. I wanted to make sure you knew about an upcoming weekend that they're hosting in Pennsylvania on October 27th through the 29th. These weekend retreats are designed for both healthy marriages and struggling marriages alike. Spaces are still available, so just visit cmda.org slash events if you'd like to learn more and to register. Well, Lord willing, we'll be back next Thursday, just like normal, with a new episode of CMDA Matters. I'll be joined by Pastor Burt Jones and Dr. Zandra Chang. She has an incredible story of God working in her life, as well as her family and her career, through CMDA's Center for Wellbeing. This is one that you don't want to miss, so make sure that you listen. As always, if you want to suggest a future guest for the podcast, you can email us by using cmdamatters at cmda.org. And if you like our podcast, be sure to give us a five-star rating and share us on your favorite social media platform. As I close, I want to share one last comment from a student leader who joined Ray and Rachel on that passages trip this summer. And this particular student said, quote, I'm beyond grateful and humbled to finally travel to the Holy Land, a truly unbelievable and life-changing experience. I made some amazing new friends who will all be working in healthcare alongside me. Such a refreshing trip to experience before residency begins for me and motivation to be stronger and grow in my faith. Thank you for your involvement in CMDA, friends, for your commitment to being in community with fellow Christians in healthcare, and for your support that allows us to facilitate opportunities just like this for the future generations of healthcare professionals. This ministry wouldn't happen without you and your support. And through opportunities like this passages trip to Israel, we are bringing the hope and healing of Christ to our world. You hear me say it every week. That is what matters to CMDA. And CMDA matters more than ever. We'll see you next week, friends. God willing. This podcast has been a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. 
CMDA is a nonpartisan organization that does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on this podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members and are not intended to imply endorsement of any political party or candidate.